0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Parekh. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A single moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time that we receive one of those moments. We are honored, overjoyed, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment, to participate on one of our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco, CView. 1111 at gmail.com or visit our website cview1111.net Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or use Take My Call and for $11 you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o slash 11 and then please pm or email claudia pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com now let's listen to our host and topic of the day
1: everybody and welcome to seaview and for some reason i do not have ownership of my switchboard so i could not stop the recording let me see if sati is here sati, are you here <laughs> i
2: am i was wondering why that song was like going on
1: forever <laughs> i don't have I, I have no ownership so when that happens during my show Usually, to me, it means something bigger, bigger than myself is going on. So there's something that is taking charge of today's transmission. So it's going to be big. We are in the Sagittarius full moon lunar eclipse today. This is the first of three eclipses in a row. And it is my understanding that these eclipses, the eclipses one after the other three it hasn't happened for many years, and it's not something that you usually find. And the effect of one goes to the other and connects with the other in in ways that will transform our life in uh, unexpected, beautiful, mysterious. Yes, find the adjective that this, this works for you. And, you know, we're going through this, some time in in our lives that are actually defining us in many ways. So this first lunar eclipse, it's claiming us to stand ground, to have our power, and to allow the voice of our inner fire to speak. And with that, let's bring Sati to the show and bring the information that is mostly needed. Thank you, Sati, for here for being here.
2: Hey, sweetie, how are you? Oh, it's interesting to hear that you uh, lost your switchboard because you know I always prepare for these shows and usually like to speak about something in between readings and I had all of that set up. I have a very clean desk at the moment. I had it on my desk. It's not on my desk. It's not under my desk. It's nowhere to be found. So I'm like, okay, guess we're not talking about that today. And I don't even remember what it was.
1: Funny. Oh, so
2: it's
1: a it, new day, it, I guess, huh? It is. So if if you connect with that wisdom within SAPI, what does it bring for us for to to start the conversation? So just connect with it and go on. I'm sorry. Are you speaking
2: to me or you're speaking to the audience? To you. Aha. <laughs> well, I'm so glad I asked because there would have been a lot of silence otherwise. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you are definitely right all about the um, eclipse information, and you know it can be confusing to people because um, these eclipses are going to be two weeks apart, and um, that's not always how they go. So summer is usually what's considered eclipse season, and that's what can be confusing. Um, but, you know, they're usually kind of spaced out throughout the the different um, months of the summer. But in this situation, we have them two weeks apart. So we have a lunar, a solar, and a lunar. The interesting thing is that The lunar eclipses this time are not very powerful in the sense of both energy and, you know, from um, certain parts of the world are not going to be seen very well. And in those parts where they are being seen, um, you would find that there's not much to see. So it's not a full, entire eclipse. That gives us a little bit of an opportunity to go, ah. you know, it's not the full entire train coming at you. It's just a couple of the cars, maybe the caboose, you know, <laughs> so <it's> a little <laughs> bit better. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, it does not matter at this point in time. It is all about transformation. All of these eclipses are, are set up um, astrologically and otherwise for, deep transformation and really letting go of old habits. And it's kind of interesting because when we look at what's happening in the world and or just single it down to the United States, you can see that a lot of very old, very deeply steeped habits that has been around for centuries and definitely generations um, has arisen and were are Almost like reliving the past over again. And so, you know, it's a really good time to kind of look within and ask yourself well, what am I carrying around from my past? You know, it's funny, everybody is into the zombies these days. Well, a lot of us have a couple of them, like, that we're dragging around behind us because I call them zombies because they're like old things, old habits, old patterns, old concepts, old natures, old ways of thinking or being or living or understanding or communicating or what have you that, you know, either we really need to just totally cut off and let go of, Or that, you know, we only use occasionally. And the reason why is because we really don't think like that anymore. We really are not that energy anymore. And so it's a really good time during this eclipse season and the start of this eclipse season to go ahead and let go of anything that, you know, you just don't use. Whether that's in yourself or in your house, do it everywhere, Let's really make this a great time of transformation so that when we come out the other side, we're all nice and shiny and polished and, you know,
1: beautiful. (laughs) So you're saying that it is not only letting go of anything that it could be in our personalities or characters, also the things like objects, like uh, things that we are carrying with us physically as well. Which is sometimes easier to see and uh, to get, get a, uh, to give away, but many times when we give away an object, we will find that that object takes away also a um, a blockage of energy that you were carrying with that. So it's helpful in that way, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, sometimes we do attach energy or ideas or. Emotions to certain objects. So, yeah, when you get them out of your home, it's like so freeing. And then what you replace it with is the key. So, Claudia, this is a great question to ask because when we're not speaking about what to replace in your home, when we're speaking of just letting go of things and not replacing it in the home. That's one thing. But when you let go of things in your personal being, you create a space. So Mm -hmm. let's say that your habit was to eat five chocolate chip cookies every day after lunch. I'm just using that as an example. Well, when you stop doing that, there is a space that's empty now, that's kind of a void. And as space in like the outer cosmos, the space space, um, like the Star Trek space, um, it creates a vacuum or a sense of drawing energy into it. And what it's going to draw into it is exactly that similar nature. It could be updated or not of what was already there. So, okay, now I'm not eating five chocolate chip cookies after lunch every day. Now instead I'm eating, you know, maybe a pint of ice cream. You see what I'm saying? So be mindful of what it is you want to replace old patterns, old concepts, old consciousnesses, old energy, old emotions with. You want to choose something that's somewhat energetically similar or somewhat similar Than in a more positive form. Here's the example. No longer are you eating the five chocolate chip cookies, but maybe you're going to eat some kale. Or maybe you will have um, chia seeds or something that is, you know, more beneficial for your body. Just an example, using food. But, you know, if if you carried around the concept of self-delusion, for example, and you decide to really let that go because you are so done with that, you want to choose something that is still along the lines of seeing because delusion is a form of sight. So then you want to choose something that is um, more positive. So clarity, for example, or clear perception.
1: Just gives you an idea. Hmm. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So, um, Sati, when we are in this uh, trifecta of um, of these eclipses coming on, and we have um, aligned ourselves to the energies, whichever energy that is, into a positive flow, are there signs or something that we can use to know that we are in the, in the right path?
2: Always there are things that show you that you're on the right path or you're on the wrong path. Um, and that's, again, a wonderful question, Claudia. So if you're walking down the wrong path, there will be all kinds of indicators People will reflect it back to you or your world will reflect it back to you or you'll be drawn to certain movies or certain television shows or certain books that have the same theme over and over. So, um, again, let's take the concept of self-delusion. You know, you might choose those um, themes subconsciously Right. And so the movies that you will pick or the shows that you'll want to see are about people that are deluded, as an example. Right. Um, You will have people come into your life that are deluded. And you'll be like walking around going, Good Lord, I don't understand what's wrong with Mary because she has, you know, no clue whatsoever. She thinks she's this or she thinks she's doing this and she's not. And if you find yourself saying that kind of thing a lot, might be a really good time to take that finger that's pointing outward and turn it around to the self and start asking yourself, oh my gosh, well, (laughs) where am I deluded? Where am I, you know, deluding myself? Um, There are also other signs, but you know, that gives you an idea it's a good place to start. So that's the one on the wrong side of the tracks, let's say. When you're on the right path, you have again that same sense of reflection, but only in the positive. People coming along, maybe cheering you on, or um, you could find yourself having dreams in which people are saying, "Wow, good job!" or, "You know, this is great for you," or, "You know, we're so happy for you." Um, and you can find that you gain a lot of support in your external life. Uh, from strangers or friends or family, that kind of a thing. Um, And it's, of course, not limited to that. You'll, again, subconsciously find yourself drawn to watching or reading things that are more uplifting, that are more supportive with with what you're currently thinking in that moment. Um, So, you know, for example, if you think time doesn't exist, all of a sudden from everywhere you will, you know, See and hear things that tell you that, yeah, you're right, time doesn't exist, or whatever it might be, right? Kind mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. of to, to collaborate or to confirm what it is that you're thinking. That's just the basics of how the universe works. It's really a very intricately woven and very supportive place. Whether you have a negative view or you have a positive view, matters not. It's going to support what you think. And what do you bring into your reality. So it's a really good thing to become clear on those things and to make positive as much as possible what it is that you want in your world.
1: And Sati, what you're saying is uh, once we create an intention, a positive intention of a change or shift in our lives, it's pretty much that we clearly identify what we want and then. Somehow we put ourselves into neutral, so we wait for the universe to respond to that in a clear way as as saying, yes, you're doing fine, continue, or no, not this way, let's turn a little bit. Is that what you were, uh, is that pretty much in the the concept?
2: Two questions. So the one (laughs) is
1: lagged. And that's
2: the first question I'll speak to. And then the second one is, again, a supportive universe or a universe that's indicating a new direction. So lag time. Whenever you go to create something, there is a thing called lag time and depending on how often you create how good you get at it how much you flex these muscles um, dictates how long your lag time is for some people they can create something and it comes around four years later and they're very disappointed because they're thinking well i set that into motion four years ago why is it first coming around now Um, and there are some people that they set it into motion and there is no neutral there is no waiting, it's there, it manifests, and it manifests instantly. So it really depends on, again, how often you flex your muscles. Now, that's, of course, one piece of this lag time equation. How clearly you create or manifest is the other piece of this equation, just as somebody can say an entire sentence and it makes absolute no sense whatsoever, and you're looking at them, you know, like my dog looks at me sometimes with her head turned and her ears perked up, and she's kind of going, What? <laughs> um, sometimes that happens when you hear somebody speak. Well, can you imagine, you know, how that person creates? Mm-hmm. There are people out in the world that oftentimes give mixed messages and they don't even realize they're giving off mixed messages they say come and they mean go and they mean or they say go and they mean come and sometimes you it's very hard to tell which one it is that they really want and that's because they don't know themselves so the universe kind of takes that dog perception right that that perspective of turning the head and lifting the ears and going huh you know when we we send things out, they're like, well, we're going to try to figure out what you mean, but we'll take this one little word out of that entire sentence because we're going to choose the best that we possibly can on your behalf, but really you need to, like, clean all the rest of that up. So sometimes <laughs> this is an indicator of how somebody thinks. Sometimes it's an indicator of emotional state and... Um, You know, so either clarity in the mental or clarity in the emotional. It all depends. The universe will always choose to try to support that which is of the highest and the best, that which is the most positive outcome. Sometimes you give, like, 20 negative choices, and they're like, okay, well, we're going to pick this one. It ain't great. We're going to try to clean it up a bit, but that's what we have to work with. So that's one thing.
1: Thank you. And, oh no! Yeah, hold on. No, no, no. Go, uh, you, you need to finish your thought process, and then I have uh, someone that that posted a question and might help um, illustrate your point. So,
2: well, no. Why don't you go ahead and take that question because the
1: part two can wait. Okay. So this is in the chat room, and her chat room name is Joy, Fun, Happiness. And the question is, um, I want to start a food business, but I don't practice making the food. And I believe I have fear holding me back. I am not sure if it's fear of not knowing how or making a mistake or fear of failing. And um,
2: you said that they wanted to start a business around food? Correct. Okay. Just wanted to make sure that they don't know how to cook.
1: They don't practice making the food, and they are not sure if it's a fear of not knowing how to make this business or making a mistake or fear of failing. Well,
2: you know, from a logical standpoint, before I answer psychically, usually people choose to create businesses out of things that either they really love or they know a lot about. Um, So, you know, it would be really good for this person, um, joy and happiness to do a little bit of education perhaps and to practice working with some of these things that they really obviously love enough to want to create business around, that they can become better at it and more knowledgeable. Oftentimes, things as simple as that can take away any fear that may be surrounding the situation. Now, that's from a logical standpoint. From a psychic standpoint, it comes across to me that um, joy is kind of grasping at straws and has a bit of a tendency to grasp at straws, meaning that she doesn't always go for that which is going to be workable she goes towards that which happens to be available at the time which is not always the best choice so i would say that you know before you put a lot of time effort energy and money into a business Really become clear on why you want a thing, what you're willing to do to go after that thing, how you wish to bring it into your life on a really solid basis so that you can support it appropriately. Um, And hopefully that will help answer her question. She has um, a fear of failure. I think that's more kind of what is out there in the world, it's not hers. So that is great news because whatever that she does put her energy behind, she could do very well at. But I would definitely caution her as to picking something just to pick something. I'd really rather have her look at something that is a deep desire so that she can give it her all. Because if she gives it her all, she will be on top
1: of that mountain instead of always having to crawl up it. Thank you. And let's go to New Jersey and bring Laura to the show.
3: Hi.
2: Hello Laura. How are you today? I am great. How is New Jersey? It's it's nice
3: out today. It rained earlier this morning, but it the sun is coming out now. Oh, yay. I'm happy to hear that. We have beautiful weather here in Colorado, too. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I just want to know what you see for me around, maybe a getting a job. I had a phone screen yesterday. Don't know if I'm what's going to happen with that. Uh, maybe a move, I don't know. What do you see for me? Give
2: me one second, please.
4: Well,
1: you know, Laura,
2: it, it looks to me like you've been really trying to bring in a lot more harmony into your life. Um, you know, it's like things have been so disconnected for such a long time, and you made some decisions earlier this year that you were going to cut out the discord and start to create um, things that were, you know, more congruent. so, you know, people in your life and jobs and, and all of these very important things that, in which we uh, deal daily. So, you know, wanting to also uh, get your money so that you can use it in a better way. So, you know, all of this is about personal change and um, in improvement and, and betterment. So I want to say, yay all of that because that's wonderful that you have taken up this, this task. Um, job stuff on the other hand, I want to say that you do have a couple of windows of opportunity and this is how I see them. Um, windows of opportunity you know, means that these are time frames that are better than other time frames to um, acquire something that you you really need or really want. Between now and the 4th or 10th of July, you have a great opportunity to create a job, a really great opportunity to have a good job land in your lap. So, you know, I would say push push push, you know, this is the time to really put all of your effort and your energy into that because the window is open. So, you know, take advantage of the universe supporting you. Um, I would also say that then you come into a lull, and that lull doesn't shift until the second week of August. And here you have, like, what I'm going to call the world's tiniest window, and it's just that second week of August in which you can, again, secure a job. And then that window doesn't open again until the end of the year. And, you know, more, more specifically around um, the early or mid point of December, like the 12th of December specifically, that's the date I'm getting. So I believe that you will get the job this month. But Laura, I want to say to you, you really need to take full advantage of this and put all of your effort into it because this is a great window that's open for you Um, and I want you to make sure that you you catch that ride, right?
3: Yeah, I had the phone screen yesterday with the recruiter for the company. I'm supposed to hear back next week about next steps, whether or not he's putting me through the process and if I'm going to get a job interview with the hiring manager.
2: I think you will. Um, it comes across to me that this is a great opportunity and that you will be able to um, turn it. So it looks to me like this recruiter is going to help you out. Okay,
3: good. Now I just got to get the job. I just got to land it.
2: Well, you know, um, I'm not seeing an issue with that is what I'm trying to say to you. So kind of keep that in the back of your mind. Put force all of your effort, you know, dot your I's, cross your T's, and in the back of your mind, let it go in the sense of it's mine. I'm done. It's good. But keep putting what about, the
3: effort. What about a move? Out of, so I'm in an apartment right now. Do you see the move in conjunction with that?
2: I don't at this time, um, and I know that that's going to create less harmony than what you are looking for it's going to create a little discord a little challenge um perhaps with commute or however that's going to work but i am going to tell you that the the move comes later um in the year so you know it looks to me like Fall, or again, maybe around the end of the year. Um, it could be as early as the last week of September, but I don't really want you to place a lot of stock in it. Here's the thing that I want to say about the move you're where you're supposed to be for the moment, and you have things that you need to finalize um, and really all of these three eclipses are also about finalization. So um, make sure that you try to finalize things as much as possible so you can shift that energy of a delay in the move and bring it forward as quickly or as much as you possibly can. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank
3: you very much. I appreciate the reading. Thank you.
2: You're welcome, Miss Laura. Have a wonderful day.
1: You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. And thank you for calling, Laura. Okay, so now let's go to Arizona and bring Patricia to the show. Hi. Hey, Miss
2: Patricia.
5: Hi. Thank you for taking my call.
2: Oh, I'm so happy to do so. What's your question, uh, my question
5: Well, my question is, um, I, I work at home. I'm an independent contractor, and I'm kind of happy with what I'm doing. <laughs> it, You know, it pays the bills and everything. But I am just so frustrated just thinking about getting another job. I would really just like to retire. I'm not retirement to age yet, <laughs> but um, I... I think I just wanna retire and um do other things that my heart desires.
2: And I, I don't that. know if that's <laughs> I get that. And you know, I wanna I wanna point out something that I'm seeing. You um you're really a great what I would say sprinter. Not maybe the best long term runner. Um so in other words, you can see the finish line in front of you and want to be beyond that finish line or at that finish line, but not necessarily want to finish the last half mile to get there. <laughs> um, it's interesting, and, and I and I invite you to look back in your life and to see how often this pattern has arisen for you. Um, it's something that I see as kind of, thing that rises within you. Um, so this is the time to kind of look at that and make whatever changes you want to make. I would love to say to you that you are able to retire, but that is unfortunately not true. Um, I do want to say to you that you can bring in some of these things that you dearly love. I know that your job takes up a lot of time, but I think that you can still bring in at least a couple of things that you really want to do um, and start working with some of that now. It just may be instead of, like say it was painting, instead of it being finished in 24 hours because you have an entire 24-hour period to work on it, it may take you a month, but you can at least still do it and play with it. Um, Unfortunately, you know, I would love to say to you that you can retire, but I really don't see that for a couple of years yet. And I'm saying you're in the home stretch which was what the analogy of the finish line and the race was all about. So, you know, the next maybe three years, and that may be like, oh, my God, three years. But um, you could do it in two, but it looks like it's a better thing if you wait for three. And this has to do with something with regards to health and health insurance and some kind of – of clause that may be in a retirement fund with regards to insurance. But what I want to really just say is that, you know, sometimes the home stretch can be sweet. It's hard because we do see that finish line, but try to make it more of a sweet thing. Like, you know, well, this is the, the last couple of years that I get to offer myself in this way. And so I'm going to, you know, focus my attention on on doing that and being happy with it and, and trying to get an, as much enjoyment out of it as I can. The good news is there's no fail in that. So um, yeah. hopefully this helps you and will give you the strength to finish the race and go for this extra leg of the journey that you, you know, hoped you wouldn't have to go on. But I do see you at least two to three years and most likely three.
5: Oh, okay. Yeah, because this job that I have is just not making me the money that I need. Um, And so I was either thinking of getting something to supplement my income, and it's just really hard with the economy the way it is and everything going on.
2: Yeah, but you know what? This summer is going to be better for securing jobs. And you are right. I mean, there's a lot of people now out there trying to find jobs. This better. This summer will be a, a job booster um, for America in particular. So people looking for jobs will find a better um, opportunity in the summertime. Once we get into fall, though, it's going to be challenging again. Um, I wish I had better news for everybody, but You know, this fall is going to be tough, tough, tough. Like the last week or two here in America has been tough, tough, tough.
3: So, yeah,
2: somewhere around the end of September, early October through to early December is going to be way tough and, unfortunately, um, tougher than what we've experienced the last week or two. By far. And I haven't told, told very many people that yet, but I'm being prompted to do that now. So there we go. But try mm-hmm. to secure, you know, whatever job supplement that you wish for in the now, in the summertime, for sure, while the opportunity is up. Okay. Does that help you out, Patricia? Yes.
5: Thank you. Bless you. You're really you.
1: welcome. And thank you, thank you, Patricia. Thank you, the same. Have a good day. Thank, Thank you, you, Patricia.
5: Rachel.
1: And now, now we have Julia. She is in the chat room and she says, talking about jobs, it's sad. I need to find a job, but I have a fear to look for it because I haven't worked in a long time. How do I dissolve it? Would you please give me her name again? Julia. Data of 3rd, September
2: 16th. Thank you so much. I thought you said Julia, but then I wanted to double-check. Okay. Well, some of it is that her education is kind of lacking. Um, and, and, you know, I can see her supplementing that education online for uh, less expense than what she might expect. So I would say do some homework in that area, Miss Julia. Look around um, online and see how you can supplement your education um, for a job because that's what's coming across to me as lacking and creating hardship in finding a job. So in other words, you're competing, let's say, with others that have um, more to offer in, in that regard. All of that to be said, People can look great on paper and look like they have the best education ever and not necessarily have that. So you still need to highlight your ability as a person, those strengths that you bring to the table simply by being Miss Julia. Um, And send that out and really focus on that in this time frame. Um, even if it's, you know, something that seems silly, like I learn fast. I know there's a lot of people that say, I learn things fast, I learn things quickly. Um, And whether they do or they don't is is questionable um, because people can write up anything. But with you, you do learn things quickly. So I would say, you know, highlight again those skills that come most naturally to you that you think will support the jobs that you're going for And in the meantime, try to find some extra supplementary uh, education online. Um, And good luck with all of that.
1: Thank you, Julia, for your question. Okay, so now let's go to Atlanta and let's bring Sonia.
4: Hello. Hello, Sonia. How are you? I'm fine. How are you guys? We are great. What can I do for you today, honey? Um, my question is, um, I would like to know, I'm trying to start two businesses. One is selling plus-size clothing for women, and the other is um, a home health care agency. Do you see either one of those businesses? opening up this year for me well
2: I can um, I love that you know I was talking earlier about how the universe keeps repeating things over and over so that we can see it and think about every call that we have had today has been job or business related I love it thank you <laughs> okay so and i and if I say your name Sonia is that correct or Sonia Yes, Sonia. Sonya, okay, great. All right, so Miss Sonya, the clothing for plus-size women. You can do that, and you would find that you don't make quite as much money, other opportunity, and remind me of that opportunity, um, home health care, that's what it was, home health care. Now, that one could take off like a shot and bring in a great amount of money. Now, here's the issue, in my mind. Your love is more with the plus-size clothing. Um, and I think that brings you a lot of satisfaction and helps you feel like you're making women feel really good about themselves and very happy. And, and that's something that brings your heart joy. And the home health care, Well, I know that you love to take care of women or other people, let's say, and you want to support them and help them out as much as they can. I think that you're going to find that there's a certain, let's say, drudgery to it that is is going to be wearisome. Um, but from a monetary standpoint and how quick the return comes in, the um, home healthcare is the one that shines. Okay. Does all of that make sense to you?
4: Yes, I am.
2: Yes. Okay. Great. Does that help you or or it sounds like you have maybe a little follow up question in there? Is there is that true? <laughs> yes. Yes, okay, well you
4: uh, go for it, girl. Do you think I should partner with someone with the home health care or just go at it on my own? Perfect question. I knew it was in there, honey. <laughs>
2: Well, there is advantages and disadvantages to both. Give me the first letter of the first name of the person you're thinking of um, partnering with.
4: B. Perfect, and that's D as in dog. B, B as in um, butterfly. Uh
2: Aha, so glad I asked, makes a huge difference. (laughs) So here's why I ask, because B, as in Butterfly Miss, or Mr. Butterfly, um, you know, you really, you really like this person, but they're not going to bring as much to the table as you need. And as a matter of fact, this individual has a lot of karma around this that you would not see surface until you were in partnership with this person, which makes it really challenging. So I really am glad I asked you the follow-up question to your follow-up question, because what I was seeing is it would be good for you to go it alone and it would be good for you to have a partnership. And my brain was kind of like, what? So now I understand. Here's the deal. You need to find a a better partner to do this with. Um. I don't want into the situation and creating problems that don't have to be experienced by you. They have to experience their own karma, but you don't have to experience their karma. You see what I'm saying? So I would say look around for another partner. If you can find another partner that you like as well, that you think can bring a great deal to the table, then go with that because that's your best bet. Otherwise, it's better
4: to go it alone
2: than to have all that kind of,
4: right? Right, right. Well, my son said that he would do it. He's a paramedic, but he's so busy. Yeah,
2: and you know what? I want to say that with your son, not only is that true, but you have other dynamics, some family dynamics that make it hard, he would feel like Mom was really trying to tell him what to do, and there would be other issues with family dynamics and him going into some old childhood patterns that would make you crazy so again, you need a different partner so you know one suggestion is to either give me a call um, or email me off of my website, and we can look at partners. More closely in, in a personal relation or sorry a personal reading um, type of thing or ask somebody else some other psychic um, whoever however you want to do that when the time comes but you need to do some solid looking you may even want to take out a little ad and see who answers and let the universe bring to you the very best person to help you with this.
4: Okay. All right. Okay, Thank you. Do. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. You are And so I will definitely. Have, have a wonderful um, weekend.
1: Sati, can you let them know how they can reach you? Oh, they-
2: oh absolutely. I'm so
1: sorry. Um,
2: www.kingdivinity.com. Seeking is with two E's. S E E K I N G
1: divinity. And so we are uh, talking about, we were talking about the um, eclipses and things like that. And most of the people that have been on the show so far have been having questions around work. Are the eclipses somehow related with your work life? Nope.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I, it would be so easy to say yes, but no. <laughs> you know, I mean, really, the first, the first two have to do with cancer and Sagittarius, and you know, Sagittarius is the the springboard, right? It's that giant springboard that gets us going and gets us moving. Um, I absolutely love Sagittarius in the sense that it's like. Point me at it, I'm ready. Just send me there right now. Um, whether they are or they aren't is a whole nother question. Um, but, you know, sometimes Sagittarius overshoots its mark. Sometimes it shoots before it's really ready. You know, Sagittarius is a very interesting sign. And really, the best advice to give Sagittarius not that I'm saying this only to Sagittarians, but to use this energy wisely, which will occur in the next two weeks um, or over the next two weeks, um, is to definitely bring in focus. Now, that's one of the things that Sagittarius really always needs, is greater focus, clearer focus because they're just so enthusiastic, they're just so ready to go, that they don't really care, just point me in a direction, any direction, and send me flying, so, you know, um, that focus is going to be honed to their skills again, to make it more about the job, like you're asking, um, and career stuff, hone it towards your best skills, those things that are most advantageous about you, those things that come naturally, that you're really, really good at. And, you know, use those things to harness the best job, the best career. Um, And I know that in this climate people are like, I don't know that I want the best. I just want something. I need to bring in money. Still. Still. Go for those things that you can contribute a lot to because at least in that process, even if you're not 100% thrilled with the job and you took what you could get, you're still bringing your best to it and you're helping yourself in the process and bringing in greater money. So, you know, there's a compromise in that, right? And Sagittarius can compromise, The other thing about all of this is that we have a whole slew of retrograde planets right now. So people want to be more expansive. They want to expand their opportunities. And Jupiter is one of those planets in retrograde right now. Um, And I know I don't usually present myself in our psychic readings on these radio shows as an astrologer, Um, but, you know, That is part of the work that I do. I just don't tend to, you know, speak about it very often. Um, So with Jupiter being in retrograde, it's saying, yeah, we know you want to be expansive and we know that you want to create these new opportunities for you. The next two weeks are like prep, prepare for that, prepare for that, prepare for that. And then when Sagittarius comes with the second eclipse two weeks from now, then send your arrow. Then shoot in the direction that you really want to go for because you will have all of your ducks in a row. You'll be ready to go. You'll know what you want. You'll have your focus made and clear, and your manifestation will come about quicker with greater clarity.
1: Does that help? Yes, thank you. Um, so, uh, someone in the chat room, Lovely Dove, says, okay, so with this super moon, what, is the, um, mo- the, what can we do to get the most effort out of it? Well, I love
2: that question. Plumb the depths, those issues from childhood. And, you know, people really get tired of hearing that last one because – You know, as Americans, um, psychology has told us to look at our childhood um, for, like, the last 50 years, Um, 40 for specifically, uh, I mean, specifically on an absolute level, but mostly the last 50 years. Anyway, that was a great example of speaking not so clearly, so here I'm going to try again if we can plumb the depths of being and really look at those things that we want to clear out in, in cancer, which this is a cancer moon, um, full moon. So with this eclipse energy, it's asking us to plumb the depths to, to, you know, bring up those strengths that we have, create a great foundation out of those strengths but not to be blind any longer to the weaknesses, to the challenges that we have. We can see as a nation, being blind to our own weaknesses, our own challenges, have hamstrung us, have hit our Achilles heel. As a nation, we're kind of a mess right now, and it's not going to get any better until we really understand and, and accept truth about some of these weaknesses that we are as a nation, and it's the same as an individual. So sometimes those things then do stem from childhood. So It can be overwhelming, and that's the thing with cancer. Cancer's like, no, 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 I'd rather just stay here in my happy little shell and dance sideways around all of these issues because I don't really want to deal with them. Thank you very much. So pick one, just one. It doesn't have to be the biggest one. It doesn't have to be the hardest one. It doesn't have to be the one that plays out most prolifically in your life. Just pick one. One thing that you're ready to let go of, one thing that you're ready to be done with, one negativity or challenge or habit or pattern from your past that, you know, may stem from childhood or at least your youth that you're like, yeah, you know what, this is just a zombie I'm dragging along behind me. So I'm, I'm done with it. I'm going to cut it loose and, and Move on my way. And then remember, please, to replace that energy with its most positive version. Again, stubbornness, not such a good thing. Determined nature, good thing. Same energy. So, you know, just kind of look at these things and and let yourself see the truth and don't hole up in your shell. That's the best way we can work with this energy.
1: Hopefully that helps. It does. Thank you. So, um, Lovely Dub says, yeah, I got it. In fact, my my childhood was very good, but it wasn't until I was 19 that I had a traumatic event, which was when my brother was killed. mm. Yeah. I am so
2: sorry about that. That is so hard when you're entering into your life to have somebody that you love and is close to you um, to pass away like that and, and to pass away in a traumatic way. So I'm really very sorry about that. Some of this situation formulated how you start things so when you go to start things you have the tendency to do so with a lot of pain some sorrow some fear you know like a bit of foreboding like oh god I think the shit's going to hit the fan or I don't know how this is going to go or I think it's not going to go so well and and it comes patterning or this mode of thought, subconscious as it is, comes from this situation. And it colors everything you try to start. So what about if you were to, again, find the positive to that energy? When I go to start this next thing, you say to yourself, I want to do it in a way that honors my brother, that honors his memory, that honors the love that I had for him. I want to do it in a way that makes him proud, that makes me feel like I have every opportunity in the world and that I have and that it will turn out great. It will turn out really wonderful. So bringing, those are examples of ways to bring positivity into the things that you try to launch, the things that you try to create, and the things that you try to bring into being. And I think that were you to do it this way, I think you would find things shifting in a snap. And you know, that can go for anybody who's listening, who has had other, has had issues similar to this. Look at the time frame in which a trauma has occurred. Ask yourself what you were trying to do at that point in time. And look at how it may have affected that and created a pattern, because it did. It always does. And then try to find the more positive way to use that energy. Especially when it's something like this, you know, that has been existent for a long period of time, sometimes that energy can be more challenging to shift. And so the closer you get to the real truth of that problem, but in the positive way, the, the better. Because now you can slingshot yourself forward into what you really want. Hopefully that will make sense.
1: She says, okay, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're very welcome.
2: All right, Ms. Claudia, well, it looks like our time is pretty much up. Is there anything else that we need to do today before we close?
1: No, just leave us with your wisdom, and and thank you for being here today. It's so
2: funny that you said wisdom. That is my word for the day. Viveka. Viveka is the Sanskrit word for that. Viveka. And it's discernment and looking at things clearly, but, you know, choosing right action, choosing right word, or choosing right energy, or choosing right thought. Um, and that is my word for today. So you said wisdom. I asked everybody. Look to your wisdom. Play with your own Viveka and try to find where your wisdom can help you the most in this time. Because everybody has some wisdom about something. So let's use it to your best advantage. Okay, Ms. Claudia, thank you so much for having me on the show today. It's always a pleasure. And um, I hope everybody has a beautiful transition through this time, I won't get to see you until we're pretty much ending the eclipse cycles. Um, that's when I'll speak with you again. So I will see everybody, speak to everybody on the other side. Allow this transition to carry you forward with the greatest of ease and grace.
1: My blessings to you guys. And thank you, Sati, so much. Goodbye, All right. Bye, honey.